What's up, my money-making friends and family? Welcome back to another episode of the Scotty Taylor Jr. Success Money Mindset Podcast. Today, I am jonesing to get started because I have a couple of amazing things that I want to go through in today's episode. So the inspiration for this episode came when I was on my bike ride earlier today, riding on the beach. I'm sorry if you're in cold weather and you're listening to this. I know that probably doesn't sound so great. Um, more incentive for you to move down to Florida. But I was on my bike ride this morning and something that I had been faced with a lot of my life as I was growing my business and making more money was uh, the the spiritual teachings of, you know, in order to attract more money, you have to stop wanting money so much or you have to like let go of wanting money or, you know, just visualize it and it'll happen and um and those those statements are universally true but really fucking frustrating <laughs> i remember very vividly in my in my journey and i still do feel it where i'll look at people that are making millions of dollars and they're like well just think about the money in a different way and apply the law of attraction and spirituality and i'm like yeah but i need the details <laughs> like i need to understand how it happened for you and I ultimately uncovered that, and that's really the the purpose of this episode, is bridging the gap between spirituality and actually making more money. So there are a lot of amazing podcasts and teachers that teach on the spirituality. There are a lot of amazing podcasts and teachers that teach on the tactics of making more money and scaling your business, but there are not as many that I've seen that I've experienced that bridge the gap between the two. So I'm going to share with you today the the thing that really unlocked this for me to really bridge that gap between spirituality and making more money. I think you're going to really enjoy this episode. So let's get into it. Hey, friends, welcome to the Success Money Mindset Podcast. My name is Scotty Taylor Jr. and I'm a money manifestation expert, success and finance coach, and serial entrepreneur on my way to a seven-figure year and creating the life of my dreams. I am obsessed with helping you make more money, bust your limiting beliefs around money and success, and create a life you once thought was impossible. I teach you the tried and true tactical and energetic principles of success and money to help you massively up level your life. My goal in this podcast is to help you achieve the things you really desire so you can go out and change the world. Think of this podcast as a conversation with your financially savvy best friend who really wants what's best for you and challenges and encourages you with your mindset development along the way. I am so excited you're here and I have such a good feeling about this. Get ready to learn and grow on this journey together, and let's have some fun. Okay, so as I mentioned, today's episode is all about bridging the gap between spirituality and making more money. And to start, I want to start with the, the concept in the spirituality space about how to make more money, right? So when they say, how do I manifest more money? Or when teachers are teaching you how to manifest more money, make more money or be more abundant, like what do they say, right? I'm not going to go deep, deep, deep into all the teachings because there's a lot of them. But the general idea or the general gist of the spiritual world is 
you know, visualize what it is that you want. So let's say I want to make a million dollars, right? Visualize a million dollars and then act as if you already have the million dollars, right? What would you do if you already had a million dollars? How would you be operating? How would you be acting? That's essentially energetic alignment 101, right? So alignment, meaning you're getting into alignment. Well, I can't use that word to define the word. Alignment, meaning that you're you're um, creating this reality now in your thoughts, feelings, and emotions. So if I ask myself, how would I be operating if I had a million dollars? The question is, what coaches would I be hiring? Who would I be working with? What would my clientele look like? What would I be? How would I be serving them? How much would I be charging them? And I can think about it from that perspective. And then the right actions will will be inspired that I will then take to make the million dollars, right? So you think the thought, what do I want? I want a million dollars. And spiritual teachers will tell you, just get into alignment with that version of yourself, right? The version of yourself that has a million dollars. And how would you be operating if you already had a million and act as that today? And so that's the basis for spirituality and making more money, right? They're like, that's how you that's how you determine what to do, what actions to take, how to actually attract the million dollars. And it sounds great. And it's really cool. And I still do those exercises all the time. The part that really creates a lot of frustration, has created a lot of frustration in my world, and I have a feeling probably creates some frustration for some of you or most of you because of the questions that I get asked on my Instagram or via email, or just generally speaking, like the general sentiment is that all makes sense, right? That's cool. But like, how does it fucking happen? Like, what do I need to do? How do I need to show up in order to make the million dollars, right? And I know so for myself, the way that this this frustration would manifest for me is I would look at somebody on the internet making $5 million, right? And they're like, well, just get into alignment and take inspired action and you'll also make that amount of money. And while that makes sense on a spiritual level, I'm like, but I'm so far away from that. Like, what are, what are you fucking talking about? Like, how, how could I, Scotty, right now, like as a financial advisor, let's say, how I can't even, I can't even imagine making $5 million, right? Like, it doesn't seem possible to make $5 million. So here's where I'm going to get into the actual, the, the piece that totally fucking shifted everything for me. And then I'm going to explain it in a, uh, on a deeper level. So everybody can understand in order to understand this shift, we need to talk about masculine and feminine energies. And I don't mean man and female or male and female. I mean, masculine and feminine energies universally. So if you're not familiar with masculine and feminine energies, Masculine energy is the energy of taking care of something, right? It's structure, boundaries, taking care of somebody else, being strong, supportive, sturdy. That's a masculine energy, right? And we each have masculine and feminine energies inside of ourselves, and some will lean more towards one or the other, but we each have both, right, in the capacity for both. A feminine energy is creative and receptive, receiving, it's loving, caring, nurturing, Right. So when we think about feminine energies, it's a it's the act of receiving. When we think about masculine or the way I interpret it, masculine is like structure and boundaries and and maintaining control, right? Not in an aggressive way, because you can lead into toxic masculinity or toxic femininity, right? Toxic masculinity would be like controlling, aggressive, um, angry. 
uh, toxic feminine would be emotionally manipulative, right? In the uh, like victim mentality. So there's extremes to these, but the pure versions of them are, you know, masculine is stable and and comforting and solid, and feminine is is receiving and creative and and receptive, right? So I'm not going to go again. There, that's not the intention for this episode specifically to go deep into those. But I wanted to uh, highlight the masculine and feminine energy difference because I need to explain that in order to explain what really clicked for me in this process of making more money in the spiritual world. So the masculine and feminine energies, when we listen to spiritual teachers. And we talk about attracting things into our world, 98% of the time we're talking about the feminine energy. And this is what fucking clicked for me. And I'm going to explain this. And when you hear this, you're going to be like, holy shit, this makes so much sense. So I want to just say it all right now, but I have to go slowly so I don't skip over anything. So the feminine energy is the creative or receptive energy, right? It's the act of receiving, visualizing, attracting things into your life, right? So when you sit down and you write uh, like uh, a, a journal prompt about who your ideal partner is, you're calling in that uh, that ideal partner. When you go to the bar, that's an act, right? That would be more of the masculine energy. You're, you're taking charge and taking control. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to ask this person out. That's masculine energy. Feminine energy is allowing the person to be magnetized towards you, right? And the thing with spiritual teaching is that so, so much of the spiritual teaching, at least from my perspective, is taught by females. There's not as many men in the spiritual world, right? There's just a lot of women. And therefore, there's a large tilt towards the feminine energy, right? I watch people and they talk about getting receptive and visualization and hypnosis and hypnotherapy and, and therapy and um, just uh writing things out and scripting and all that is really fucking great and it works however when i think about i'm going to use myself as an example making a million dollars a year when i made 250,000 in 2019 or whatever year it was when i hit my first 250 when i think about making a million and i think about it from the feminine receptive energy perspective i'm like i don't know how that's going to come in so here's the fucking key this is going to unlock everything for you you must have the masculine structure in place to allow yourself to drop into the feminine receptive energy. I'm going to say that again. You must have the masculine structure in place in your business in order to drop into your feminine receptive energy and call in the thing that you want. So I'm going to give you an example of how this plays out. And I'm going to go through this and I'll talk about this in a couple of different ways, but this unlocked everything for me. So for example, with myself and my business as a financial advisor, right? As a financial advisor, you bring on clients on a one-on-one -on -one basis. That's just what you do. You don't do like group financial planning. It's just not something that's feasible in the financial planning world. So in order to make, you know, let's say a million dollars a year, I would have to bring on a certain number of clients, right? Now, if let's just say I had no staff, right? I didn't have any staff and I had to do everything myself, which is what a lot of you are probably like. A lot of entrepreneurs, you may be a one staff person, part-time, maybe a full-time person, maybe even two full-time people, but you still have to, you still have to do work in your business. So 
On the feminine side, I could have said, okay, I want to call in a million dollars worth of new clients, right? But on the masculine side, I didn't have the structure in place for that to work with me. Meaning I didn't, if I, let's say a hundred people came to me and like, Hey, Scotty, we're ready to work with you. I could not have handled that. It would not have worked. My business structure was not stable enough to call in what I truly wanted. And this is the point that I want to make for all of you, that if you want to call something into your life, if you're in business, you must have the masculine structure around your business in order to call the thing in that you want. So again, another example, let's say you're a one-on-one coach, right? And you charge $1,000 a month and you want to make a million dollars a year. That is not going to happen because your structure is not set up in a way that will allow you to attract that million dollars. However, let's say you sell an online course, right? You sell an online course for $1,000 and it doesn't require any of your time. Boom. Now you can make a million dollars a year because the structure behind the course is set up. Now, I could dig a little bit deeper into that and even pick that apart and say, well, do you have the tech staff for all those people that come in? Like, do you have enough support on the technology side? What happens if people have to reset their passwords or their payments fail? All of that, right, is the masculine structure. So, When thinking about making more money or wanting to make more money, the thing that you should sit down and look at, and this is what I've been doing a lot more in my business, is what is the structure of my business? How does the structure of my business allow for more money to flow in? So quick example in my life. I'll just share this with all of you to help solidify this point. I'm a financial advisor and I also am a business coach, right? Coach and business coach, spiritual entrepreneur, I consider myself. So a couple of years ago, but pre-2020, I was not coaching. I was just a financial advisor, right? So I was bringing on individual clients and I was making more and more money every year. And I think in 2020, I think I made 325,000, I believe, somewhere in that general range. And I was only, only an advisor. Now, in order to make more money as an advisor, I would have to bring on more clients. That's just how you make more money as an advisor, right? And the more clients you bring on, the more work you have, right? And I'm very resistant to taking on more work in order to make more money. That's just a part of my personality that I want freedom. I don't want to be tied down with a fuck ton of work. I don't. I just don't. I don't want to be tied down with so many clients and so many demands on my time that I don't have freedom. But yeah, I might be making a lot of money. That just doesn't. That doesn't. That doesn't fill my cup. That I do not desire that life. So, as I continue to grow in my financial planning career and business. I kept hitting roadblocks, right? I wasn't making like astronomically more money every year because it was requiring more of my time and more of my energy. So in 2020, I added on coaching into my business, right? To provide a little bit more flexibility. I started with one-on-one coaching, right? One-on-one coaching was not scalable. So I wanted to hit, I think my goal in 2021 was 850,000 of revenue in 2021, and I'm I'm I don't remember the exact numbers, but I think I ended up at four four hundred something, right? So I wasn't I was halfway of my goal. And in 2022, I I did five hundred thousand of revenue, and I think my goal was seven fifty. I don't again the numbers are not relevant, but the the point that I want to make is that my business up until 2022 was not scalable to hit the seven figure mark. Hit plain and simple. 
as much as I wanted to hit seven figures, I did not want to exert more of my physical energy. And therefore there was a block. So the, the feminine receptive energy, I would visualize it. I would be like, well, what does Scotty that make a million dollars a year do? How does he receive? But my structure was not, was not accurate, uh, was not adequate. It's like wanting, like, it's like wanting like an entire ocean full of sand, but I only have this tiny little bucket. The bucket is the structure of my business. And I'm like, but I want more sand. And the universe is like, you can't fucking hold more sand. You don't have a big enough bucket. That's a really good metaphor that I just thought of. Thank you, universe, for that inspiration. So my point is that you need a fucking bigger bucket. So now moving into 2023, I have an online program that is fucking incredible for financial advisors. And I'm getting a lot of financial advisors to sign up for it. And so my effort at this moment is making the program so good and so efficient that they don't need me, right? They don't need access to Scotty. So I can sign up three people per week, right? Four people per week. They join the program. I can maybe do an onboarding call. I can outsource the onboarding call to somebody else. I now have a staff person in place to handle all the tech-related questions, everything that comes up tech-related. And I'm like, cool. And now I have somebody doing all my outreaches, I have a team of coaches. So like the support is there. So if a hundred people came to me right now and they said, we want to buy your program, I'd be like, cool, buy the program. And that's it. I wouldn't necessarily, it wouldn't take any more of my time and my energy. So now when I visualize my goal for this year is 750, 800,000 of revenue. Again, I made 500 last year. And I don't think I'm quite at the million dollar mark yet energetically. I don't feel connected to that. So I'm just setting smaller goals for myself, smaller quote unquote, right? For myself uh, as a believability ladder, right? I'm, I'm setting smaller goals over the next 12 weeks to build up to seven, eight, 900,000, and then ultimately seven figures, right? I have no desire to hit seven figures in an unsustainable way. Uh, and now I'm going on a separate tangent, but I now have the systems in place where if a hundred people were to come to me right now, today, after this podcast recording, I could say, yes, here's the link. That's how you purchase. All the emails get sent out. It's all automated. I don't have to show up. I don't have to do anything. I just have Jacqueline on my team currently who handles all of the tech support and that's it. And I'd be done, right? And there's constantly ways of improving this and, and shifting this. But that was the big realization for me was the masculine structure has to be there to allow the feminine creative to flow in. And that was a huge, huge, huge aha moment for me. And that aha moment really happened in 2020, which is why I branched off into coaching. Because from a financial planning perspective, you have to show up and take care of your clients. You have to manage their assets. It's just a requirement of the career. And yes, you can hire people, but the way that my financial planning business is structured is I wouldn't really ever own my my business, right? I wouldn't ever really like own my clients. It, it, that sounds maybe a little weird, but in other other capacities, you can really have control of your client and do kind of whatever you'd like with them in like a coaching relationship, right? They can buy this program and this program and this program. It doesn't really work like that in financial planning. And while you can scale your financial planning business by hiring people underneath you, other advisors underneath you, you could start working with people that make more money. Those, those are all ways to scale. It still required my time. There was just not a, a model of financial planning that I saw where I could remove myself from the equation. 
right? And not remove myself entirely from the business, but remove myself from the one-on-one nature of the business. Online courses and coaching, I see that. Real estate, I see that. I can see that. And so I've created a structure over the last, you know, year or two years to get to where I'm at right now. So your homework, I'm going to give you some homework if you're listening to this at this point, is to think about the structure of your business or the structure of your life. If you want more money to come into your life, how are you creating the structure for it? Right. If you want more money, do you have a scalable product? Do you have a scalable business? If you keep setting goals, but you don't have the systems or processes in place, is can it happen? And just ask yourself that tough question. Like, am I setting myself up for failure by setting a really big goal or a goal that's big for me because it's all relative, but I don't have the systems or the staff people in place to hit that goal? That's my question for you. I love you. I hope this was as impactful for you as it was for me. This realization blew my fucking mind. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day, my friends, and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found it really helpful. If you did, I'd love for you to leave a review on iTunes so I can keep putting out great content. If we're not yet connected on the socials, I'd love to meet you. You can find me on Instagram at Scotty Taylor Jr. and drop me a DM if you want to chat. Or check out my website, ScottyTaylorJr.com, for more inspirational content, blog posts, and other freebies. I love you, friends, and I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Remember, you're a badass and you deserve the life of your dreams.